Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Honest Abe, Lady M, and Brandon the Mick are here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the crew, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with the gang, Brandon the Mick Foster. Senor, what's happening? And the lovely and hot but not feeling so well this morning, Lady M. That's me. Good morning, everybody. Oop. Oop. Hold on. That's me. Good morning, everybody. Let's fix this mic Start. situation up. <laughs> Start off Hold with on, the I got switch seats. <laughs> Take your time. Brandon's sporting the Quesada hat this morning. I like it. I like this hat. Good. Well, listen, I, I really want to start off with a couple of things this morning. First, I really want to give a big thank you to all our listeners and fans out there who have been emailing us, Facebooking us, Twittering us. We've been getting such great compliments on the on the new show. And, you know, we put a lot of work in this. We're not radio people. We're doing this to kind of share the fun that we have and experience every day in what we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, to get all the good feedback from everybody has really just been uh, very positive and good feeling. So we want to thank all our listeners out there. And and if all you, any of you guys who subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, uh, please take a moment, make a review, post it on there. Let us know what you think, good, bad, and different. Uh, we're always looking to make our show a little bit better. Yeah, we'll take anything. <laughs> Will we? Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I have a beef with you from last week. Sure. Sure, I do. Yes. Oh, yeah. tell me this now. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, yeah. What I was going to do every morning. No, well, you know, you, you called me a lightweight. <laughs> I'm radio, I and I was I, listening to this show. We're going. Well, hold on, hold on. I, I, I just want to state the facts here. All right. Mm-hmm. She calls me a lightweight. Now we're going out, and we have it on record. Everybody knows we're going to go to Blue Martini mm-hmm. uh, down at City Place after <laughs> uh, our uh, Drew Estate event number four. But you know, the last time we went out, weren't you not supposed to pick me up? <laughs> And bring me to the studio. Who was. was it? Who was it that didn't know where they woke up? <laughs> had to get woken up. Didn't know where the phone or their car was. I love that was the me. Car. Okay. I know. Like I look and, out. Where's and my who car? ended up having to pick you up and save you and bring you to the show on time? You did. Okay. So, but and I just wanted for the record, I'm the lightweight. For, okay, you can still be a lightweight and up. All right, I'm just saying. Let's test these waters. Let's try it. Yeah, some okay, other we'll, time. we'll see. This has got. By the way, this has got bad decision just hey, written all can I just, over can it. Can I say Lady M's mom is in town next Friday night? Oh, good. So, so are we all going out? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yes. good, good reason as any. You coming, Brandon? <laughs> now I got to. I want to see Brandon in a brawl again. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is that always the one that comes up? Well, because I, I think it worked so well. Unfortunately, <laughs> when you wore it, so hey, you, if it works, let it go. Well, listen, uh, callers, we got a lot of stuff uh, today um, on our Meet Your Maker segment. We have Gary Imes, who's a really interesting fellow in the industry. I can't wait to get him on the phone and talk to him. He'll be calling in for our interview. The new president and CAO, uh, CEO, excuse me. Well, he used to work for CAO, so there you go. The new president and CEO of uh, Gurkha Cigars. He'll be on the air today. Of course, uh, we'll be having uh, our uh, trivia contest. You know, we give. You know, I realized this week we give away tons of product. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do. We really I do. mean, really do. I mean, between everything we give away on the show, if you're a listener, a fan, you really got to follow us. We give away cigars almost every week this week. 
for um, submitting uh, suggestions uh, through our uh, Kiss uh, My Ash Radio website mm-hmm. for uh, either questions for Christian Master on the fray or Lady M or um, if you just basically submit uh, your suggestion for Ash Hole of the Week or um, Long Ash Salute of the Week, you can get a fiver of your choice. So uh, we had stuff going on all week, and of course today we'll have the uh, Monte Cristo trivia question coming right. up along with the uh, Zycar giveaway and whatnot. That all being said, let's talk some cigars lighting up this morning. Nice. Nice. I, I went huge today. You did. I went, I went big boy. I did the uh, Gurkha Jade. And for those of you unfamiliar with Gurkha Jade, it's a uh, it's an exclusive blend that uh, Gurkha has made for our smoking stores. It comes in uh, three different wrappers. It comes in a Connecticut Habano and a Maduro wrapper. The Gurkha Jade Black is a uh, Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro. And that's what I'm smoking today. I'm smoking the Black 60. It's a 6x60 six cigar, so I went big time this morning. Um, I'm going to enjoy this right after the show. Uh, it, it's it's basically not a full-bite cigar, medium, good complexity. The Broadleaf's got some nice, you know, a little bit of hints of chocolatey flavor in the Maduro wrapper. Um, it's got a, a mixture of basically Nicaraguan and, and Honduran fillers, and uh, it retails for about seven fifty. So, you know, for a Gurkha cigar, it's a 6x60, six very, very reasonably priced. Brandon, what are you smoking this morning? I feel like this cigar was like found in an old pirate ship or like one of those Spanish conquistador ships. It's like all you got to see the box and the <laughs> presentation, and the packaging. It's unbelievable. I'm smoking the Gurkha Royal Challenge. The box itself looks like kind of an old trunk or treasure chest with like with like a gold buckle on the front. It's it's really ornate. The cigar itself is pretty easy going. It's a uh, Connecticut shade wrapper, Ecuadorian, Honduran, and Dominican. Um, <clears throat> tobacco's used in it. Really smooth, leaning towards a medium body. Six fifty for or six twenty five for the Toro size. Really nice cigar to just ease your way into the day. Nice. Well, and, you, and Lady M, what you got? For I us? do have something similar. I mean, Brandon's sitting here talking about this box and whatnot, but um, I have the seduction. Ooh. And um, how, how fitting? It, I know, right? The seduction. <laughs> Uh, but it also comes in this wonderful little velvet black box. So. Yeah, he ne- <laughs> one thing Kaiser, the owner of uh, Gurkha, has never been short on his packaging. You know, oh, it's beautiful. All the boxes are usually very ornate and the bands are lovely. But, uh, you know, makes some very good cigars in there too. So um, that's our light up section. And as always, we always light up our cigars and cut our cigars with the fine products from Zycar, guaranteed for life. And we have our daily Zycar giveaway. Today, uh, Jerry Deere has sent us a Envoy Three cigar black leather carrying case. Uh, you might as well uh, protect your uh, good fine cigars uh, until you get a chance to enjoy them. And this leather case would do the perfect job. It has a retail value about $50. And uh, to win this, you have to be the first person to call when you hear the Zycar word of the day, which is bronze ass. <laughs> That's right. Be the first caller once you hear that word, and I'll repeat it one more time, bronze ass, and you'll win the Zycar Envoy, Envoy case. So that being said, Jerry, thank you very much. And also, guys, don't forget, we have a social uh, media word of the day. We post it every Friday on our Facebook and Twitter, so if you don't follow us, follow us. It's only, it's just another chance to win some free goods from Smoke In. Um, the word's posted every Friday, and if you hear that word today at any time during the show, uh, you'll receive an assorted five-pack of uh, the Gurkha Jade series. It's made exclusively for Smoke In, so uh, keep your ears posted and uh, listen to that. That being said... Uh, with all the words that everybody has to pay attention to. Brandon, uh, take us around the globe in 10 minutes. Yes, sir. Well, um, 
for our local listeners out there, if you haven't heard about the story of the the plane that crashed, it didn't it didn't even crash really. It was a plane that it had to do an emergency landing on the turnpike. This it was it really was, yeah, it was this week here in Florida. Yeah, it was Miami Gardens. It was no it was way. right on the turnpike, and they had to you know they completely shut the turnpike down for. You know, hours cleaning but, up. The I didn't scene. hear this at all. Did but you? there's oh, there's yeah. West Palm, there's Fort Lauderdale, and Miami Airport, all right here. Why emergent? Like, well, you see, when a plane takes off from an airport, it goes. Oh, it was, it was. <laughs> oh thank you. It goes outside. Oh, okay. Turn around. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure you deserve that. One. <laughs> at any rate, uh, they, they keep coining this thing as a plane crash. It looks to me like an emergency landing. I think we owe the pilot some credit. You know, so. What's that pilot that crashes in the Hudson and everybody's fine? Oh, he's a hero, but this guy does the same thing and he, he crashed. So yeah. it's, you know, give me a break. Well, At any rate, everyone's fine. Well, everyone's alive. Um, the people in the plane are being treated for some, some back issues. One guy had a, had a pretty serious injury to his back. But, uh, you know, no serious dilemma. So pretty, pretty good. I'm, I'm kind of impressed with that guy there. I'm not so impressed with this guy here, though. Philadelphia. A man is in the hospital. He's already gotten shot, okay? Mm -hmm. He's in the hospital for a gunshot wound. That's that's why he's there. And what proceeds to happen is two pregnant women come to visit him at the same time. You can <laughs> you can imagine what's happening here. Now, in the, in the stories, well, I looked either, up. Were either one of them the shooters? <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't say who was the shooter. In the, in this story, this is hilarious. I gotta hear more about this. All these stories are totally ambiguous. They don't say like where he got shot, who was the you know. Uh, baby daddy, baby mama right. thing, whatever. It's totally ambiguous. They they coin it as just a random knife fight in a hospital because they were visiting someone. Clearly, he has impregnated uh -huh. both of these women, and wow. there was a fight. Just like remember when those miners got Did released he get shot from Chile? Again? Yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't get shot again. But a knife fight breaks out between the two pregnant women and then their entourage that they had with them. Why aren't more two pregnant women, women carrying knives. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. Where do you find these? Uh, they're just they're just <laughs> absolutely classing up the joints. So, you really get the great weirdest stories. So ever. everybody is just sh either shot, cut, bleeding, bruised, beaten up. So obviously they picked the prime location to get in a knife fight they're at the hospital so yeah. they were treated at the same hospital the altercation was taken to and then all four of them collectively taken into police custody well if we watch Maury in the next couple of weeks I'm sure we'll get the rest oh, of the story oh exactly can you believe he's still <laughs> doing that same <laughs> thing isn't Maury only doing like baby's daddies now well right yeah so that's this, all he does oh uh, yeah I guess so baby's daddies <laughs> with, a, with a twist yeah, yeah, I guess so yeah <laughs> All right, a, a man accidentally shoots himself in the head. Doesn't seem like too big of a story, but Seminole, Florida, Pinellas County Sheriff said 22-year-old man accidentally shot himself while showing his girlfriend a handgun. Ugh. He deserves this one, though, and I'll tell you why. You should have given me this one for asshole of the week. Yeah. <laughs> should have. He, he deserves a little ridicule here. Uh, the, he put the gun up to his head. After she told, first of all, it's two in the morning, by the way, where all good decisions are made. Absolutely. Of course. He put the gun up to his head because his girl was telling him to put the gun away. It's not funny. It's too late. You're going to hurt yourself. Whatever. He says, no, 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 no. It's not loaded. It's fine. He puts the gun to his head. He pulls the trigger. Nothing happens. It didn't go off. He does it again. He got away with it once. You dodged, literally dodged the bullet the first time. He wow. does it a second time. Shot. That's it. Wow. Over. I, I like to know how that constitutes accident. 
It's, well, that's really not an accident. It's not an accident. Yeah, you, you, that's why I hate guns. I'm sorry, I am terrified of guns. You've, well, the thing is, you, that's you what's don't. Nice about America, you have the right not to own one. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. You like that? I like that's that. Good. That's right. I'm gonna write that down. All right. Saddam Hussein had something stolen from him. A former U.S. soldier in the. Uh, I don't know, some kind of British whatever they do, whatever their version of the Wait, special a former forces. U.S. soldier? No, a former soldier. I added oh, U.S. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, no. me off there. Listen, all my details are irrelevant. I'm here to help here, you right? out. I'm here to help you out. <laughs> Confusing everybody. No, a former British soldier retrieved a, <clears throat> a, retrieved a, a piece of history. They were uh, taken over. They were taken over uh, the area. That, what, where was the area? God dang it. Oh well, they were working with the with the Marines. <laughs> Sorry, man. It helps to read the news before you go on the air. <laughs> it was Baghdad. I didn't highlight it because it was so obvious. I missed it. Anyway, uh, he wanted to take a piece with him when they were ta- you know when the battle was over and they were putting everything back together. He wanted to take a piece of this experience with him. So in the falling statues of Saddam Hussein, he tried to chisel off a little piece, but what he ended off break ended up uh, breaking off was a huge bronze ass. Saddam Hussein's rear end. It was a bronze statue. It's two foot square. So it's, you know, two by two by two. It's gigantic. Wow. It's ridiculous. He put it away in all of his stuff where where it thought uh, nobody would find it. But the Kuwaitis, when they tried to go into there, uh, found it and made him him pay an extra uh, baggage fee because he got around it. He said that it was, you know... It was a piece of armor. That's he had, what he, he was saying. Pay, he had to pay duties on the ass. Yeah. Well, no. He said it was a piece of armor, and then uh-huh. he definitely had to pay excess baggage fees because this thing weighs a ton, and uh, he had to pay six hundred dollars for this uh, unique souvenir. Turns out, now that some time has gone by, and he's looked into taking it to auction, whatever, it is going to go on auction next week, and it's valued to be at fifteen thousand dollars. Good for you. For a piece wow. of Saddam Hussein's rear end. Well, on that note, folks, <laughs> you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, 95.9 FM. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Get your fingers ready to dial 877-960-9960. We got the fray coming up with Christian Basso already causing waves out there in uh, Shopbox land. Call in if you want to talk politics and also a dummy dialer coming up soon. Ooh. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash? I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, that's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash. How can I get a terrific ash like yours? Well, it takes just a little practice and an H. Upman 1844 reserve. A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 reserves, we can compare ashes. My ash is bigger. Yeah, but my ash is prettier. Now who's showing off? H. Upman 1844 reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease.
Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Pravada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedores. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Pravada can be best described in one word satisfying enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion either for oneself or together with friends this is a genuine lifestyle it is david off's the good life uniting craftsmanship dedication and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the david off brand david off when only the best will do smoke in is a proud david off appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed david off white label cigars for your nearest smoke in location visit www.smokein.com. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations. So ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. You may know Zycar is a world leader in quality cigar accessories, but the HC Series cigars are also second to none. The HC Series cigars available in three different blends capture the spirit of Havana and the high ratings speak for themselves. These cigars are perfectly blended for that balance of rich, hearty flavor and tasty smoke. Look for Zycar's new limited edition Salomon, available at Fine Tobacconist this fall. Smoking cigars are proud purveyors of all three blends of Zycar's HC Series cigars. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoking locations. Honest Abe here. And I got to tell you about the coolest app that I just downloaded for free on my iPhone and iPad. It's called Cigar Boss. It features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me rate my favorite cigars and helps me find the perfect cigar that I want to smoke. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone, iPod, or iPad today. Also, be on the lookout for special smoking deals only on Cigar Boss. Android version coming soon. The lovely Lady M here. I want to invite you to join me and the girls of Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge inside the prestigious PGA National Resort. 
four. Enjoy your favorite cigar while relaxed in a comfortable lounge setting of plush leather chairs and flat screen TVs. Open daily and late night, Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge has a full walk-in humidor, full liquor service, and complimentary valet services provided. For more information on Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge at the PGA National Resort, visit www.smokein.com. Smoke In, continuing the cigar journey like no other. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Uh, big congratulations going out to Eric of Lake Worth. Eric of Lake Worth caught the Zycar Word of the Day, which was bronze ass, and uh, won himself a nice Zycar case. So <laughs> nice. that that being said, uh, the, the the room just got a little hotter in here, and the steamer has been coming up, and uh, you know uh, Christian's in the room raring to go. I guess he's had a rough uh, rough week. Yeah, it's been a good week for me, but you know, I for the country, I don't know what's going on. It's it's <laughs> just got, literally got me on tilt lately. <laughs> Chris, listen. I got questions here. You, you want to start rearing off? Or you want some of these questions we got in from uh, a lot of our fans? Let's just get it going. I, I guess that format worked best for us the first time around. All right. You? Well, listen, we got a question from Mr. TJ, who's actually a smoking regular. He listens to our show every week. I know he's listening this morning. Good morning, TJ. Big time on the shop box. He says, Chris, the lamestream media and the left want to equate the Occupy movement to the early stages of the Tea Parties. I say that the clear difference between the two is that the Tea Party had and still do a clear message of smaller government reduced spending while the Occupy message is all over the map. What says you? Well, TJ, you know, when I say I'm on tilt this morning and I'm on tilt because of what I've been seeing going on in this country for the past week, I'm talking about the Occupy Wall Street uh, organization or group or whatever you want to call uh, these Americans that are just literally out there right now. causing chaos i mean to compare them to the tea party it's 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 idiotic in my opinion i mean the tea party are reasonable uh right-minded american citizens who believe in their constitutional rights we talked about this in the first episode you know to 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 be able to be in a position where you want your government and most importantly your president to stop spending money or writing checks out of a checking account that's in the negative, there's not there's nothing wrong or unreasonable about that. But to call yourself a, 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 an occupying Wall Street member um, to lounge out in this park for the past week the way they have, and I mean, to, to the the type of things that they're doing, I mean, from the drugs to the um, to the indecent exposures that they have going on out there. It's just, it's, it's insanity. you got good people, good tax-paying American citizens that live right by that park. They can't walk down the street with their kids for the way these people are acting. And what they're doing it for, I still don't have an idea. Now, no, listen. No clue, right? No, yeah. clue. no clue. I mean, you want to get angry at Wall Street? I could be angry at Wall Street. I think every American has the right to be angry at Wall Street. Are they fat cats? Do they make a lot of money? Yes, they do. But you want to know what they do most importantly? They take the money from the hard-working, non-lazy, welfare-wanting Americans that get up and work for their money every day, and they invest it, 
okay? Now, do they take exuberant salaries? Of course they do. Do I like it? No, I really don't. But more than that, what I don't like is my president who, I mean, literally playing same old Chicago politics, making promises and guarantees to people that when he gets in office, he'll pay them back. And what does he do? He comes out with this $800 billion stimulus package that didn't go to you and me. It went to Wall Street. It went to the banks. They have the money. So if these uh, occupiers want to occupy any place, occupy the White House. Ask your president why he gave them $800 billion to play around with. Don't, you know, don't disrupt the regular hardworking American citizens and don't blame them. You had one kid yelling at an old man and, and, and making a... Uh, 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 religious insults towards him why what is it's uncalled for the guys tell him go get a job he's right go get a job pick yourself up from your own bootstraps go up and pick a shovel dig a hole and get a day's pay rather than sit and complain it used to be a day in this country where a man's job was such a prideful thing you know i mean it was really it was like it meant like the world to have a job i mean it's just gone listen their agenda is in action right now to have the right which we call the Tea Party, out there right now fighting for our constitutional rights. And then you have the far-left liberal maniac nuts out there having sex in parks and, <laughs> and, and doing drugs and acting like animals. Okay, they're causing two different uh, two different sides to fight, and you're doing exactly exactly what they want to go on. The bottom line is is that you have a group of people like me like Gabe, like everybody sitting, sitting in this room, who believes we have the right to get up, go to work, make our own money, pay, pay our taxes, contribute to society, and then you have those that just want to sit on their butts at home and say, please give me more. I want more. You're not giving me enough. And what Obama's agenda has been is to create the nanny state. And now not only did he create the nanny state, but he's rising up an army called Occupy Wall Street to fight for him on it. It's ridiculous. I've never seen anything like this in my life. And I'm afraid for my children that if we don't do something quick, this is just going to get out of control. Now they got got 100,000 members showing up in front of the Colosseum of Rome. They're doing it everywhere throughout the world today. What's their purpose? Their purpose is just to annoy people so that really? you give up your money. It's a shakedown. It's it's Chicago shake. I told you guys last week. He is not a he's not a president. He's not even a political organizer. He is a gangster. And this is his method. That's what gangsters do. They send somebody into your place, they cause you problems, and then you got nowhere to run but to them for help. That's what he's doing. He's causing you problems, and then you're going to look for him, and he's going to be the knight in shining armor who's going to make it all stop for you. I'm telling you, this guy's out of control. Somebody needs to get him out of office. I wanted Chris Christie to do it, and and you know, and and he had to take a step back, but we'll find somebody that can and that will. Speaking of Chris Christie, and you know, um, once again, you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio with Christian Basso here in the middle of the fray. Uh, we have a question from William Sold. Why did Christie endorse Romney so soon? Do you think he was trying to jockey for a VP great job? Question. Great question. I That was my concern, too. But the reality is, is, if you look at these Gallup polls, which is, the, the I guess, the industry standard for poll rating uh, in politics, the only candidate, Republican candidate right now. I mean, Herman Cain is making a great leap and jump, and I love Herman Cain, and I'll get into him if you guys want to. I got but, a question for him. Okay, so great, great. Uh, uh, Romney is the only one who beats Obama heads up. Now, the reality is, is you take a guy like Chris Christie, who is a no BS type of guy, okay? He's somebody, he's a true American, he believes in what's right. I mean, he's more moderate and, and in the middle 
than most Republicans would even like him to be, but he still stands for the sound Republican principles. You know, he still believes in 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 God, in in uh, being taught in the schools. He still believes in American right. More importantly, he believes in American exceptionalism. He believes we have the right to work hard and to stand out and to be better than everybody else, and to work harder and keep your money. But there's also things about him that bring him more to the middle. He's also the same guy that says, "Hey, listen." I don't have a problem with helping people. He comes from a, a blue state. I mean, it, it, you know, he's uh, New Jersey is a very, very Democratic liberal area. Yeah. He's the first liberal go uh, Democrat uh, Republican governor to be voted, I believe, in like 12 years or something like that. But one of the things that he's great about is that he says, listen, I don't care that we help people. I want to help people. If somebody's not capable of doing it, then let's help them. But what he wants to do is get the riffraff out of the people who could help themselves, but they choose just to sit back and collect it anyway. Mm -hmm. That's the right kind of American person. So when I look at the way he thinks and his, his line of thinking coincides with most Americans in this country, when he stands up and he says, well, let's look at this. The bottom line is this. I can't go into office. I made a promise to New Jersey to run for governor and to be their governor. I can't run for president. But if I can't, let me endorse somebody where I know the Gallup polls are showing me that we can, that he can. And that's Romney. Romney beats Obama heads up. He's the only one to do it. So I'm going to support Romney. I want to make sure that my independence, which is really what uh, Christie brings to the table, the middle, uh, the conservative, not the conservative, but the, the in the middle uh, uh, voters, the independent voters, they really join Chrissy, and what he could do is he could bring them uh, into the middle to help out Romney. And I just think that that was his game plan. Now, Herman Cain is also thrown a, a, a monkey wrench in this type of operation that they, they're pulling the Republican Party. And I'm kind of hoping that uh, if Romney has to choose a running mate, if Romney gets elected, I want him to bring Herman Cain in. Well, I think that's where it's going to make the most difference. I think Romney is still a close thing, a close... Uh draw with uh, Obama, and I think a lot of us going to have to weigh in on who his VP is going to be and, and, and what the full ticket will show. And one of our questions from Eric Lingle is, do you think King being black will factor in uh, winning Southern states' votes? You know, um, we know he does well in the Southern states. Obviously, he won the Florida straw poll, okay? Uh, is it a race card issue? I don't think it is. I, I think it's beyond that. It, oh, it's complete. Yeah. Well, first of all, I hope so. It, it, you, right. It's never, it's never beyond race. But I mean, in this case, it's done. It's over with. I don't, I don't think it's going to play much of a factor. I, you know what? I personally, I don't believe it is. And if you're a fan of watching these debates, the reason why people love Herman Cain, he's kind of like Christie. He's a no BS type of guy. He'll tell you the way it is. Now. His his strong points are his honesty, how how direct he is, how blunt he is. He has some weak points to him that wouldn't make him your quintessential all around perfect candidate. He doesn't have any type of uh, foreign. Uh, he he's not good with his foreign politics. He's, he doesn't have much of a record working outside the country. So I think that will hurt uh, Herman Cain. But once again, just like Obama, he can align himself with the right people and, and put together the right kind of cabinet and do really well for himself as far as hiring people in his cabinet that have good international affairs. Well, we got a, um, a comment on the shop box here uh, from actually Mr. TJ, uh, who said um, Cain Rubio in 2012. And I, I tell you, as much as I'd love to see it happen, 
um, Mark Rubio already said that he's he's, he's not going to run. Gonna he's run. not going to run for VP. Right. And right. and I love Mark Rubio personally. I met him. I've sat in Congress. Good in, people. In his I office. met him personally too. My he's... personal opinion, I think he'll be probably our first Latino president this country will have. Well, I hope so. I mean, because he is a true uh, conservative American, and I don't mean conservative where it's completely right wing. They have good morals. They raise right. They're good people. They know the difference between right and wrong, and they choose to do right. And that's what I'm afraid of with these radical left liberals. They know the difference. And you know what? I, I wrote something down, Abe, as I was listening to your show prior to getting in. You made a comment about, uh, you, uh, Lady M, you said you don't like guns. You yeah. know, and Abe said, well, that's the beauty about this country. You have the right not to own one. Mm -hmm. that's true. And that's really what the essence of liberal and conservative is. The difference is, is as a conservative American citizen, I have the right to own a gun. Mm -hmm. You have the right to own a gun. If you don't like guns, do you own one? No. Nope. You just chose not to buy it. Right. But if a liberal doesn't like a gun, they don't want anyone to own one. They don't want guns sold on the shelves. They don't want gun owners to make a living. They don't care if his family starves. They don't want anyone to own one. And that's how far that type of liberal mentality can go out of whack, which makes it almost become communist. And that's what I'm afraid of with this Occupy Wall Street. It's becoming a worldwide thing, almost like, like I mean, I, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories with you, and, but this one world, this new world order, is is what this is actually evolving in, and it's being orchestrated like we're all puppets on strings doing exactly what they want us to do. Other than believe in our Constitution, stand up for it and fight for it, and be the beacon of what this world should be about. That's what American exceptionalism is. And we're forgetting it when we do things like this, occupying this park and, and acting like slobs in the street. <laughs> well, we got Christian Bass with the fray. Chris, two minutes. Tell us. We got a question from Brandon Fall. Why do so many people think Obama's doing a great job in office when our economy is in such turmoil and the Senate's more screwed up than it's ever been? Who's this, Brandon, you said? Brandon Fall. Brandon? Because they're drinking the Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> That's why. Magic Kool-Aid. Listen, we did this last week with money missing out of the drawer in, in one of Abe's stores. It, it, you'd be fired. I don't understand what these people... They, you know, I, I used to joke and say that when Obama was campaigning, he was campaigning like a pimp because every housewife in America went out and voted for him. Okay? <laughs> it's his pimp talk. You're buying his pimp talk. It's jive. He's getting up there. He's saying everything. It's his rhetoric that everybody's buying into. Don't believe the hype. You have four people sitting in this room right now that know he's 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 full of crap. Okay? And believe me, everybody I, I don't know. Emily could be a liberal. <laughs> we, I, we, we, her, we don't know her opinion. No, I can take one look at her. <laughs> I don't know. She could be a left sider. <laughs> I, you know what? It, it, they, they're just drinking a Kool Aid. I, I, and 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 believe it or not, it's a lot of media. The media is making it seem like there are still people out there for Obama. Everybody I run into can't stand them, and I don't care what color you are, what uh, what class of, uh, of of tax bracket you're in. Nobody buys his stuff anymore, and it's just it, look at the Solyndra thing. I mean, it's quintessential uh, uh, Chicago politics that we're seeing with this. His buddies, people who helped him the campaign, who raised the money, $535 million just down the drain like that. His other buddy's wife, the law firm, she, she charged him $2.4 million. That's your money. 
That's the these people that are voting for them. Listen to me. That is your money. This guy's taking your money and he's going out and buying an Escalade with it. He's having a good time with your money. You guys are the ones that get up and work every day for a living. It's your money. You got to get this nut out of the White House. I can't wait for this election. I'm getting pumped. For it. I swear to you, Chris. Well, thanks for joining us. We had we had him to the boiling point. It was getting there. Another 20 minutes, we might have to really go on average. We got to do a long one one day, man. I, I, I'm serious. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We go got to do a long Le- one. Election day. Or yeah, election yeah. weekend. And we'll somebody's got to get a mic that could follow me around so I can get on my Yeah, he wants to walk around. I want to he, He's so strapped by a mic. But listen, no, wait, forget it. You need you need the Garth Brooks mic. Right? On he you wants to walk go, yeah. around. <laughs> absolutely. Well, listen, Chris, thanks for joining us. That was Christian Basso with The Fray. Stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. We got a great meet your maker with Gary Imes, uh, the new president and CEO of Gurkha, and a dummy dialer coming up you're listening to kiss my ash radio on cv radio for over 75 years one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand monte cristo whether you prefer the subtle complexities of monte cristo classic the smooth elegance of monte cristo white the rich seductive flavor of monte cristo platinum or the dark and mysterious monte cristo reserva negra you are savoring quite simply the best of the best surgeon general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shelves, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. Drew Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastran Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com. Camacho Corojo is available at all smoke-in locations. CAO cigars are innovative. CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO Cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO Cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO. Surgeon General's warning, cigars not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old-world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, doing radio can work up an appetite. And when I get real hungry, there's nothing I crave more than some of my hometown Chicago-style food. And there's no better place to get it here in Florida than Fat Lou's Chicago-style eatery in Pembroke Park. Whether it's their world-famous all-Vienna beef Chicago-style hot dogs, hearty Italian beefs, zesty gyro sandwiches... 
or even their world-famous Fat Lou Burgers, there's something for everyone. All this in a Chicago setting that'll make you feel like you're sitting right in the Windy City. Cheaper than an airline ticket. Visit www.fatlou's.com and tell them Honest Abe sent you. Recovery Support Network RSN Inc. Miracles Club is an organization located in the state of Florida that saves lives. Our mission is to become a beacon of hope in the community. We offer 12-step meetings seven days a week from 7 a.m. until 10 p.m. Visit www.miraclesclub.com for our updated meeting schedule. If you or a loved one is in need of help from substance or alcohol abuse, please call us at 561-307-3232. That's 561 561- Three zero seven three two three two. To learn more about us, please visit miraclesclub.com. Recovery Support Network's RSN Inc.'s philosophy is when you reach out, we reach back. In today's market, value is king. And there is no greater value in premium cigars than Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nestor Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full-bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great their Casa Magna grape. Smoke In, South Florida's number one premier cigar stores and home of Florida's largest walk-in humidors, offers you the largest selection of premium handmade cigars at the best prices. Smoke In has it all from a wide array of bundles and budget-priced cigars to an abundant selection of those hard-to-find rare cigars as well. For the Smoke In location nearest you, call 1-888-SMOKES-1. That's 1-888-SMOKES-1. Or on the web at SmokeIn.com. That's SmokeIn.com. Smoke In, continuing the cigar journey like no other. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Yeah, we up, up, up in the clouds. Yeah, we up. Yeah, we up. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars with a nice heated segment we just finished with Christian Bass. So I tell you, oh, he was shooting it off, wasn't he? That vein, it just, it doesn't go away. A few more minutes, he would have boiled it through the roof. It's coming. Oop. Opa. It's time for Dummy Tyler. <laughs> time for... Time for the Dummy Dialer segment I know you've all been waiting for. This week we have, uh, this episode we call, I Say Willage, You Say Village. Uh, yes! There's a soundbite. <laughs> Mark that time down. There's a Brandon soundbite. How dare you. But uh, for those listeners who haven't heard, what, what Dummy Dialers is, is we have people who call our shops uh, from time to time asking us for anything from anything from... Fake marijuana to synthetic marijuana to fake urine. Yep. So so we, we, we uh, play jokes on these people. We record them. So this dummy dialer segment is called <laughs> I Say Willage, You Say Village. The character here is Boris. And just listen <laughs> to how super confused we get this guy about spelling the word village. <laughs> Hello, these bodies. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Do you, do you sell uh, 
bath powders or energy powder. We have bath salt. You have the salt, the bath salts? Bath salt, yes. Okay, where, where are you all located at? You know where Water Tower is? Water Tower. Next to River. Next to where? River. Next to River. I'm, I'm not from, I'm coming from Milford. Don't know where Milford is. Milford, um, it's right outside of Dover from uh, Harrington. Honestly, I'm new in town. I don't, I don't know town's surrounding area. Um, well, what's your, what's your address? Eight o one. Eight o one. Village Boulevard. Village. W i. It's it's we. We i l l a g e. Village. We, W-E-L. We, 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 like village, victory. <laughs> okay, I'm having a hard time. W-E-L-L. I'm sorry, my English not so good. I apologize. I mean, I was having a hard time understanding. How do you spell the street again? W. Village. We, I, L, L, A, G, E. You know, village, like small town. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, like village. Right, right, yes. <laughs> okay, village, W, okay, I, Sounds like Ali, A, L, L, A, G, E. Village, drive, or street? Boulevard. Boulevard? Yes. And zip code, uh, what's your zip code? Zero. 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 Zero, zero nine. Zero, 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 nine. Yes. Yes. Okay, and this is a smoke in, right? Yes. Okay, and it's on uh, 801 Willage Boulevard. <laughs> right. Okay. All right, it's like by the, uh, like by the mall. Or very close to mall, yes. <laughs> very, is, is it is it past mall? Past mall, past mall. <coughs> By like, like the, uh, Once you pass mall, you'll see water tower, right next to water tower. Oh, uh, once I pass the mall, I say water tower, and it's right in that side. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. All right thanks. Okay. <laughs> okay. You gotta love it. Oh. I mean, once again, proof you really don't need wow. to be doing any of that stuff because so it's frying what little brain says. Even after he knew it was village, he still oh, that's the village. village. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean village? Oh, okay. So you're at village. <laughs> w. It's great. Wow. Uh, we've listened to that one probably oh. 25, 30 it's, times. It's, it's so still funny. funny. I love it. Well, now it's for, now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. Today in the studio, we have Gary Imes, the new president and CEO of Gurkha Cigars. Gary, thanks for driving up today and joining us in the studio. My pleasure, Abe. It's great to be here. Good, Thank good, you. Good to see you, man. Was, yeah. uh, what do you think of the show so far? Fantastic. I was getting quite carried away listening to the other things. Oh, yeah, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, heavy stuff there. Chris was a popular vlogger, a video blogger for a long right. time, so we were happy to actually get him to 
spend, you know, donate some of his time and come on the show and voice his opinions. Well, but he certainly didn't hold back. No, he doesn't. No, no, he, no, he doesn't. He is holding back, yeah. actually. You ever want to get a treat, go on YouTube and look him up. <laughs> All right, so oh, this, was, this was a mild. Oh, this was the PG-13 version, yeah, okay. yes. But, Gary, let's get started. Sure. Um, Let's start with a little background information about yourself. And, you know, in fact, most people within our industry are really unaware of, you know, a lot of your past and what you've done. You're, you, you've been a composer with accolades. You know, give us a brief history of Gary Imes and how you ended up in the cigar industry. Well, uh, it goes way back. I'm from the U.K., so uh, many years ago. And uh, I've always had a passion for two things in life. Uh, one was music and the other one was cigars. And uh, I'm very fortunate I got to get to do both things. And um, basically, I always wanted to write songs, and I thought it would be a good idea to earn some money while I'm waiting for the huge success to follow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a long story. I don't want to take up the whole uh, program on that. But I got involved with uh, a, f a friend of mine who was uh, in the cigar business. And uh, together, we, uh, we built a company called Loretta Cigars, which uh, you know, became one of the big companies in the UK. We had a lot of fantastic brands. We had uh, Phillies, and uh, we had Swisher, King Edward product. We had a Dutch product, Ritmeester, Henry Winterman's. We had old port cigars from Canada. Um, we even had some cigarette brands. We had a natural American spirit. <laughs> so, And then we got into the premium business with uh, Macanudo, Don Tomas, and Helix, and CAO, uh, and a whole range of... Uh, premium products which uh, built the business up on that side so uh, I've always been in the uh, cigar business and in my spare time I would write songs and, now you've uh, written stuff that we know I have yeah. share with us Come I on. was I was very lucky and uh, I think the first hit I had in the in the US was a, a young man called John Travolta so uh, he had a I think it was a top five singer with a song called letter in and uh, really, yeah, there Get you out go. Of town. All right. Wow. Most people within our industry don't know that. Yeah, <laughs> that goes way back when. And then uh, there was a, a black singer called Stacy Ladisaw. We had a top five singer with her called Miracles, and uh, a lot of covers all around the world in in Japan and Germany and different countries. But I think what really uh, triggered things over here was uh, I got into the reggae business. And if you look at me, I don't. Look Did like you that. what? I don't look like the the reggae man. So. Uh, Although you haven't seen when my dreadlocks well, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Composer by day, Rastafarian by night. Yeah, I'm on me here that too. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in, in Jamaica. I got a lot of good friends there. And I worked with a lot of different uh, Jamaican artists. Uh, Maxi Priest, uh, Barrington Levy. Cool. Uh, Buju Banton, uh, Shaggy. A, a lot of I love Shaggy. Yeah, oh. so I, I did a lot of stuff with those guys. And... Uh, I, I, I don't know how I got into it. I think the manager of Maxi Priest was, was looking for some songs, and I pitched some songs, and uh, Maxi liked the songs, and he, t he turned up on my doorstep one day, you know, trying to find me, and he, he didn't believe I wrote those songs. <laughs> no, no white man could write those songs. <laughs> I can't uh, imagine why he thought that. I don't know why he thought that, but uh, I soon uh, proved him wrong. And w went on to write um, uh, what turned out to be a very big single for him, Close to You. Cool. Which was a number mm -hmm. one American single, and yes. uh, you know we got a ASCAP award and, and whatever. And then I did uh, a duet he did with uh, Shaggy, that girl. Oh yeah, and that was also uh, top five single as well. So, see, you know, who would have guessed? I became, I became the reggae man. Neat stuff, neat stuff. Well, cool. 
Well, back to cigars now. Um, when, upon Henry Wonderman's acquisition of CAO, yeah. uh, you, you all of a sudden you found yourself at the forefront of an American premium cigar company um, dealing mostly in premium cigars. Was this a difficult transition coming from mostly working with a European, mostly mass market you know, brands? Well, you know, it kind of came about because uh, our company, our parent company, Scandinavian Tobacco and Winterman's, um, we were a huge company outside of America, a very big company, and maybe the biggest outside of America, but not so big here. And at the time, they were looking uh, to find a good acquisition. I think initially it was mass market, although most of the main mass market companies had gone. And I think in the end, uh, I was very friendly with the, the owners of uh, CAO. The Osgoner family were good friends of mine, and we were importing their brands in the U.K., and on a trip to their office one day, they were asking me because they heard that I was in charge of looking for acquisitions in the U.S. And uh, it just came about, uh, they said, what kind of company are you looking for? And I said, I looked around the room and I said, you know what? <laughs> one maybe, like this. Maybe something like this. And uh, that triggered off a whole thing. It, it took a, f a few years to come to fruition, but uh, eventually we, we acquired the company and uh, SD asked me to, to come over and run it. And... Uh, it was a great company, you know, great people, and you know a lot of those people, Abe, that, that were in CAO. And Absolutely. Fabulous brands. Well, I mean, all of a sudden, CAO went from the small family-owned operation in Nashville, Tennessee, within a few brush strokes, was owned you know, by ST, and, and I was yeah. part of General, um, which is kind of really the antithesis of what CAO was to start with. Well, I think you might be a good judge of this, because you know me, knew me in the original yes. CAO days when I first came over. And I made a real effort to retain that culture of that company. And I think you were successful in doing so. I believe I maintained what they had there. I introduced new things to you know, obviously take it to the next level. But I did try and preserve the very uh, unique culture that they had at CAO. But I think and after the uh, I think merger, the, it really just changed. I think, yeah, I think the merger, I mean, these things happen in business. And, uh, you know, the merger with Swedish Match was a, a, a very big deal. And it had huge uh, global imp implications for ST, very positive things internationally. You have, to, you have to look at it as an international deal. Absolutely. So very positive for them internationally. I think in the U.S. it was difficult because uh, CAO was a very boutique company. And, of course, General is a very large uh, company, the biggest uh, of all the uh, premium cigars. So kind of merging CAO into that is a bit like pouring a little drop of water into a a huge container. Absolutely. It can get lost. And, and what I people think it don't, lost a bit of the identity there. And what people don't realize is the premium side of this of these companies is really mm -hmm. such a small and significant part of their overall picture. Yeah, yeah. I mean so. premium is such a minute section of the cigar market, you know, it's it's one and a half, whatever it is, percent, very small. Well, listen, we're talking with Gary Imes, President and CEO of Gurkha Cigars on uh, Kiss My Ash Radio on C V Radio. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Don't worry oh. about a thing. <laughs> Every little thing gonna be all right. Welcome back. 
Brandon is making us a library of sound bites. What was Love that? It. Was that? <laughs> Just getting into it, man. Unreal. Bro, I'm having a rough day. You gotta give me something. <laughs> I'm got com- the whole reggae I'm- thing going. Now you're playing my kind of music. There you go. Yes, yeah. exactly. I picked that. It's my theme song for the show. I picked it. Well, yeah. listen, you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CB Radio. We're here with Gary Imes, president and CEO, newly elected president and CEO of Gurkha Cigars. Also, listeners, don't go anywhere. We also got our Monte Cristo trivia question coming up. We got the Bloggers Corner with Jerry Cruz from Stogie Review. And, of course, another Dummy <laughs> Dollar coming up. So, um, Gary, we left off talking yeah. about the mergers and the changes and everything happened. So here you are. Mergers are happening, changes are happening, Nashville, you know, always being closed down and moving. All of a sudden, how do you end up on Gurkha's door? Well, you know, uh, Kaiser Hansodia, who's the uh, founder of the company, and I have been very good friends for a long time. Um, when I was at uh, CIO, uh, our company, parent company, SD, made a lot of, of the cigars for Gurkha in Nicaragua and Honduras. So we made some great Gurkha brands, and we had a, a long-standing relationship, and uh, when I moved back down to Florida, because uh, you know I've always had a plate home here, um, we talked a lot about how I could help him and, and develop Gurkha and take it to a next level. And uh, we had a good conversation about a lot of issues, and I had a lot of good ideas. It's a very unique brand, Gurkha. It really is very distinct from any other brand that's, that's out there. Uh, the whole concept behind it. And I, I felt it could do three or four times what it's doing and really could become a global brand if, if handled right. And uh, long story short, we, uh, we talked and we talked and we talked. Uh, I did some consulting work for him, and uh, he said, your ideas, if you want to really get it across, I think you need to come in here and run it. And so here I am, having to go to do what I said I would. Well, you're, you're right. It, it does have a distinct you know, aura, image, <coughs> personality right. developed. And, you know, it, it's it's achieved a tremendous amount of notoriety for obviously some of the most elaborate packaging and also very upscale cigars. I mean, in fact, I think you produce the most expensive cigar in the world, His Majesty's Reserve. This is true. What is it, $2,000 a stick? Uh, It is. (laughs) $2,000 for No, actually, it's $800. No, there's a more expensive one than that, I think. I I think we we only produce 25 uh, boxes a year. But, you know... His Majesty's Reserve. But all this grandeur, really... You know, in my humble opinion, I, yeah. feel, I feel like Gurkha seems to struggle to find its identity within the brick-and-mortar side of this industry. Yeah. How do you feel about that statement? I, th- I think you've got a point. I, I think that uh, the, the brand has a, a variety of different concepts. It, it has that, uh, yeah, the, the Majesty's Reserve and the Triad, which is also very, very expensive. But they're very limited editions. It's about – it's a bit like artwork if you buy – from a certain uh, painter that only produces one or two a year, it, it creates its own value, like sure. a Picasso. But I think we have the, the super premium brands, and then we have brands that can be on a, a ground floor level with brick and mortar, like the Evil and the Ninja and the Assassin and the Grand Reserve. And I think we can connect with them better, but I think what's more important, one of the first things I've done is to, is to bring out what are really brick and mortar exclusive brands. And we brought out the Raw Challenge, and the Cellar Reserve and Seduction. Three of them. And, uh, three, and mm-hmm. soon to be the Wicked Indie, which is another brand, offshoot of Gurkha under another company name of East India Company. But the Wicked Indie is great value. It's 475 a, a stick when it comes out. In For like November. a Toro size. Yes. Yeah. It's great value. So I think now with the new brands, with, with the Raw Challenge, which is a very unique 6 to 8 price dollar uh, package, the Cellar Reserve, 8 to 12, 
and the uh, Seduction, which is another unique brand, uh, 680 to 950. We're really connecting into the uh, to the brick and mortar customers and have something that is exclusive for retail stores. Well, we, we got a call from uh, John in Palm Beach Gardens who wanted to ask you, yeah, what do you feel is a good Gurkha breakfast cigar? That was well, a question. <laughs> breakfast, okay. I just brought you a box of that. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, oh, you recommend I, this? I, I, I would say, you know, you start off the day, and you don't want anything too heavy early mm-hmm. in the morning. And the Royal Challenge is a very creamy, beautiful cigar. It's mild to medium, mm-hmm. very creamy, and uh, definitely what I would recommend first thing in the morning. And tell us a little bit more about the other brick-and-mortar ones, the Seduction and um, yeah, we the got, uh, Seller's Reserve. The Seduction is another. Uh, all Gurkha comes in very unique packaging. I mean, you're looking at Always. the Royal Challenge box. The Seller Reserve is like wine barrels. Uh, the Royal Challenge box is like a Louis Vuitton box. And... Uh, the seduction is also with the velvet uh, kind of box. Uh, what about very, the cigars, very, very, Gary? Now, the cigars. Now, I'm gonna, now I'm getting to the cigars. I want cigars. The cigars. Well, now I throw the boxes to. out. I want to know no, about the cigars. No, no, no. I think you first of all got to be attracted. Uh, Cellar Reserve is uh, <laughs> a compromises of a Criollo 1998 wrapper as a Dominican Olo binder and a, a filler that's 15-year-old age Dominican filler. So a very unique product. Uh, the Royal Challenge, as I said, is a mild, medium cigar. Connecticut Ecuadorian shade wrapper, uh, wrapper, a Havana Honduran binder, and a Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. Again, beautiful cigar to smoke early in the day. All day cigar is the Seduction, which is a Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a Dominican Olo binder, and a Corollo Colombia filler. Um, again, fantastic cigar, 680 to 950 price bracket. So, uh, something that's very affordable for everybody. Mm-hmm. This is all coming out now. It's going into the stores now and. I feel really good about these brands. Uh, I think this really brings Gurkha to grassroots level. It's very accessible for anybody price-wise. And you're talking about the packaging. I say that because Gurkha is renowned for it. But I want Gurkha to be as well-known, if not better known, for the cigars than for the packaging. And I think these new brands definitely speak for the new Gurkha. That's what I want to hear. Good stuff. Well, let me ask you another question. Um, you know, as the newly elected president and CEO of Gurkha Cigars, yeah. Um, you know, you said you want to take it to the next level. Yeah. What do you feel is is, is what you need to accomplish? Where, where do you feel that is missing that, that that's going to need to happen to take you to the level that you want it to be at? Well, one of the first things is what I just talked about is bringing brick and mortars, brick and mortar brands that are exclusive to them and that are unique, uh, which consumers can really buy into and know they get unique products at these kind of retail outlets. So that's the first thing. We've hired somebody with tremendous experience to work on international. Mm -hmm. And this guy is very, very well connected, and we're working on the international launch of Gurkha. Okay, so you're looking for for a lot of growth internationally as well. Internationally. I want to make uh, Gurkha a global brand, and we're already setting up launches in uh, the Far East and in Dubai and in Europe, in the U.K. and France and Germany and even going into Russia. So we're, we're building up for early next year for an international launch. Um, so I think that's important. We're uh, restructuring our sales force. So we have a new sales uh, director 
Juan Lopez, good morning, Juan. I know you must be listening. <laughs> he, be, he better be listening. If, if, I, if I didn't mention your name, uh, that's the end of that. So uh, you, better be you listening. can pay me later. Were you going to do the same brands that we were just going over internationally, the seduction? I, I think we do you we're, have a separate? No, we, we will have those brands internationally, but also the traditional diehard Gurkha brands like the, the Grand Reserve, the Archive, the Shaggy, Evil, okay. Assassin, all those brands. You know, want to push them to an international level. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, as an owner myself, I understand the day-to-day requirements of running an organization. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what's Gurkha's owner, because uh, our good friend Kazad. What's he going to do? Yeah, what's his current role now that you're president and CEO? Well, well he's, he's chairman of the company and uh, obviously a founder and owner of the company. Does that mean uh, he just writes the checks now? He uh, signs the checks? He signs the checks. He signs, but I think, you know, you know him well. And he's a fantastic character. That, that's why I'm surprised. Yeah. You know I mean, being somebody who runs a company, it's very hard to give control. And, it is. It and, is. And realm up to somebody uh, else. So I, I think it's slowly but surely. But uh, my secret of running great companies is to get great people doing what they do best. And what Kaiser does fantastic is he devises the most innovative uh, packaging ever seen in cigar products. What we need to do is work on that and also work on great blends and great products. And uh, I think Gurkha has great blends and great products. I don't think they've been sold as much as uh, they should do, and people are aware of them as much. And uh, I brought somebody in uh, who I know very well to handle our marketing side, which I think is going to be a great asset to the business because we'll be able to convey the the Gurkha message uh, through the social media uh, and in those kinds of areas that perhaps it hasn't really had justice before. All right. Sounds fair. Well, listen, before we let you go, can you give our listeners a little heads up on any new projects that we could look for in the near future that you haven't mentioned already? Well, I think uh, you have the uh, really off-the-cusp uh, new products with the, I uh, said again, the Sailor Reserve, the Royal Challenge, Seduction. Look out for the Wicked Indie, which is coming in November. Yeah, we have, right. the, we have that on order ourselves. We have that on order. It's yeah. 475. I was just looking at yeah. that right here, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that smokes great. It's a Nicaraguan Puro. This cigar uh, right here is four seventy five. Yeah, yeah, that's a big cigar yeah. for that price. They come, yeah, they come in fifty count boxes. Fifty count I've boxes. Seen them. You've yeah. got to look out for that. It smokes fantastic. Nice. And uh, next year is the one hundred twenty fifth anniversary of the Gurkha, so look out for the anniversary version of the one hundred twenty five Gurkha next year, probably at the show next summer. Very neat. Well, listen, uh, Gary Imes, president, newly elected president, and CEO of Gurkha Cigars. Thank you very much for coming on the show this morning and hanging out with us and sharing some of your history and background with us. And I wish you all the best in your new endeavor with Gurkha. Thank you, Gabe, and thanks for all the support. Actually, good to see your son, Ollie, here uh, with you this morning. Absolutely. Great guy. So uh, take care. Um, Out of the team. Great. Absolutely awesome stuff. And, of course, for our listeners, uh, all the Gurkha products, you can take advantage of our buy four, get one free. To take advantage of that deal, just visit our site at www dot kissmyashradio.com and click on the KMA Weekly Hot Deal. Now, speaking of hot, let's see what's hot this week. Another hot weekly deal. Fantastic. <laughs> this Thank week you. this week smoking hot week. This week smoking hot weekly deal. Um, we got going on the King of the Jungle sampler. This is a heck of a weekly deal. Uh, you know, the week last week the Detroit Lions extended their winning streak to 5-0 and for the first time since 1956 with their victory over my Chicago Bears. Oh. Yep. Condolences to myself and all the Chicago fans. You know, None. 
<laughs> All right. Anyways, to those of us who, those of you who are Lions fans, we commemorate this historic moment by offering the smoking customers a truly winning sampler, included in the King of the Jungle sampler. Two La Roar 1495 Bellicosos, two Robustos, uh, four Robustos, excuse me, and four La Roar Perforito Cameroon number two. That's less than $3 a stick. <clears throat> so you can afford to put a little money on the Lions to beat San Francisco this Sunday. So lay up a La Aurora and uh, check out the, to get the advantage of the deal, visit www.smokein.com and click on the Hot Weekly Deal. You can see a picture of me there in a nice Bears uniform holding the pigskin. So that being said, <laughs> don't miss out on that deal. Also, stay tuned. After the break, we got the Bloggers Corner coming up with Jerry Cruz from Smoking Stogie. Be reviewing the uh, Alec Bradley Black Market, I believe it is. I think that was it. I think that was it. Uh, we'll have uh, the Lady M. Uh, Monte Cristo trivia question of the day. And, of course, your favorite, another Dummy Dialer section. So you are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CVU Radio 95.9 FM. It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. Hello, George Rico with Granabano Cigars. Granabano Cigars uses the finest family-grown tobacco from Nicaragua, Colombia, and Honduras. Great pride and generations of skilled craftsmanship goes into each and every Granabano Cigars. Look for our new limited edition Zulu Zulu, our economically priced VIP cigars, and the soon-to-be-released Opium. For more information on the fine cigars of Granabano, visit us at ghcigars.com or your nearest fine tobacconist. Tell them George Rico sent you. The Taranio Family Cigar Company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and cigars has been their passion for four generations, and their driving force in making quality cigars. The Taranio Master and Single Region Cigars have scored 91 and 92 respectively by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50-Year Cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2010. So take time to burn a Taranio Family Cigar and experience something special. Rocky Patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years. And proof of that is the award-winning Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and the decade by Rocky Patel. The 15th anniversary is a 92 rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich toasty notes of spice, cocoa, espresso bean, and a lingering sweetness. The Decade by Rocky Patel is the highest rated non-Cuban cigar ever, receiving a rating of 95. The Decade is an amazingly well-balanced cigar with a long, full finish and distinctive lingering sweetness. 
The rich, oily wrapper on the decade is as inviting as any cigar in your humidor. Enjoy the Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and the decade by Rocky Patel. They'll be the cigars that you want to relax with and enjoy. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations, so ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality, the Oliva family of cigars. In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father's Cigars. And one cigar family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today. Since 1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement, living up to their promise of form, feel, and function. Zycar offers the highest quality products at the best possible prices. Should your Zycar accessory fail in any way, simply return it and Zycar will immediately and cheerfully repair it or replace it for you. Now that's 100% total satisfaction. If you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, visit any authorized Zycar dealer or your nearest smoking location. Don't be left swimming with the sharks. Zycar for life. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach the gang, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Age. Welcome back. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, Liberty, the Pursuit of Fine Cigars. Just finished up a very nice Meet Your Maker segment with Gary Imes, President and CEO of Kirka Cigars. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Yep, bought his son, Ali, who's now newly working with them. And uh, all you guys out there, I, I, I'd be careful because I see Lady M giving uh, Ali some googly eyes. Uh-oh. Over there. Uh-oh. Oh, hey. <laughs> She's blushing. We got her blushing. <laughs> Gotta love oh, it. Guys, thank so, you, Abe. hey, my pleasure. Always hey, here, it could have been worse. Always oh. here to put you on the spot. Yes, I know. Well, we also got the uh, Monte Cristo trivia question: a chance to win a fifty dollars uh, gift card, uh, courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars. So, stay tuned. Also, another dummy dialer. Now, we're going to go into our bloggers' corner. Our bloggers' corner. Every week, we invite a blogger and uh, from his site come online, give us a nice, unbiased review of us, any cigars of their choice. And this week, we have Jerry Cruz. From Stogie Review. Jerry, you on the air? 
Hey, what's up? What's going on? Hey, welcome, welcome to Kiss Gentlemen. My Ash. Yeah, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio, brother. How you doing? Doing all right, guys. How are you? Good, good. Listen, I, I have to share the story before you start your review, Jerry. Oh boy, about how right. you and I first kind of met. Oh, sh- oh yeah. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? He almost said it. Listen, this, this is a great story. When Anarchy was first, we were doing it to Twilight Anarchy last year. We promoted it. And we, we, you know, hyped it up. And then without telling anybody, we sent some of the top bloggers around the country, you know, people who we saw that were active, had a site that, you know, had, had rated a cigar within the last 30 days, not right. in the last six months. We sent them a two-pack just as a surprise for them to get it, review it, see what you think. So, you know, all these reviews started <laughs> popping up all over the internet and on the boards. And all of a sudden, you know, some people said, well, we didn't get it. How we get it? And then, and then all of a sudden I started getting bashed and, and I started answering. I said, well, listen, we, we picked some select bloggers and, and we invited them to, to send us their address to mail them a cigar. And which I always found very odd is most of you bloggers don't put your address on there. So, you know, there's, you know, to actually to, to send you the cigars, we had to call you guys or email you guys to get the information. So I'm not surprised. It's amazing. Happened. So you figured that there'd be a big neon sign, ship cigars here, you know? <laughs> so I get this guy, Jerry Cruz, and he, and he starts busting my... my uh, Chops. Chops, thank you. <laughs> starts busting You're my welcome. chops and, and, and saying, you know, well, I guess we weren't one of the select bloggers to have been chosen to review the anarchy. <laughs> awesome. now, at the same time, I'm reading this Twitter on my phone... Israel from the shop sends me a quick message and says, hey, he's one of the people we contacted and never replied. So I immediately got on Twitter. I said, listen, Jerry, I don't know if you know this, but we sent you an email and you never replied. So we never had an address to send you cigars. He goes, no, you didn't. "Uh, Yeah, it came from such a subject. He goes, oh. Uh (laughs) Put Put his foot in his mouth and he was supposed to put a big red A on his forehead when he did the video review of Anarchy, which he never did, by the way. Yet. Yet. That's a great story, man. That's a, you know, I always stick my foot in my mouth uh, every day, seems like. <laughs> no, good stuff. Jerry, listen, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your site, how long you guys been around, give us a little, you know, uh, background on the Stogie Review. Uh, StogieReview.com was founded uh, about five and a half, a little more than five and a half years ago. Um, it's made up of myself and four other individuals, Walt White, Brian Hewitt, Mike, and uh, a new guy, Charlie Greenbacker. And, uh, you know, we our take on it is, you know, a diversity of different cigars. You know, there's five of us, so of course we have a lot of diversity in the cigars that we like, but also in the way we communicate our reviews, whether it's videos like myself and, and a couple of the other guys does, do, or whether it's written reviews or what. You know, we just have a, a wide assortment of cigars that we smoke and a wide assortment of ways that we can deliver the content to, to our audience. So that's what we mainly focus on. I, you know, there are a lot of sites out there that are more popular, get more hits. And things like that. But, you know, what we're really proud of is in the five and a half years, there's almost 30,000 comments left on the site and just our overall wow. interaction with our audience. Wow, very cool. Amazing. And that's been around for about five years now? Yeah, a little five and a half years. Yep. Cool. Good stuff. So, well, yep. I, I think we're one of the older, older cigar blogs out there. There are probably a handful that started around the same time or maybe a few months older than us. But, uh, you know. Sometimes some people call me the God, the blog father, you know. Like, <laughs> the the blog father. father. Actually, I think there's a piece of art out there that says that. Isn't it, isn't it out there? I saw it. It looks like an old Godfather uh, poster with your image yeah, on it. Yeah, the, the, the blog father is one of my uh, one of my uh, nicknames. It's always the Great Torpedo, and there's a bunch of other ones that I can't mention on the air unless you want to pay the fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're also in, in your video review uh, of Anarchy. One of the funniest things is he holds up the little plastic Ziploc smoking bag, and he, hold, <laughs> he holds it next to his head. And we actually 
we actually kind of look a little bit alike, almost like brothers know, from different of, mothers, but close. Yeah, kind of freaky, uh, you know, a little resemblance going on. So freaky. Yeah. It, it is a little. <laughs> it is a little freaky. So, anyways, down to business. I can see my face right now. But go ahead, sorry. It's all right, brother. Listen, down to business. Um, tell us the cigar you were, you were reviewing today, and tell us what you thought. All right, so I I, I chose the uh, Alec Bradley Black Market, which was released this year at the show. Um, you know, it, a funny story uh, accompanying this cigar was, you know, I didn't get a chance to talk to Alan uh, at the show, even though uh, we had set up a date and things like that. It just didn't didn't work out, and so every chance I got, I kept giving giving Alan a, a hard time about it. And I really wanted to, to hate the cigar. I really wanted the cigar to suck so I could bust his chops a little more. But really, the Black Market is, is excellent. Uh, you know, it's a Nicaraguan wrapper. Uh, Sumatra binder, Panamanian Honduran filler, available in five sizes. I've tried three of the five sizes. Uh, I think the Robusta size is, is, the, is, the, is the best size of the five. All of them are around the $8 range. You know, I really dig this cigar. It's one of the best cigars that I smoke coming out of the show. Um, you know, it's got that, that Nicaraguan zing to it, you know, that spiciness to it. And I, I, I kind of coined a phrase, it's kind of got a little zang to it. You know, it kind of has, has that sour, citrusy component to it. And I know some people out there kind of, you know, raising their eyebrows. A sour component of the cigar doesn't taste very good, and, and if that cigar had nothing but that sour note in it, I'd agree with them. But that spiciness, that sourness, and then it's got a kind of a creamy core to bridge the two flavors together really makes it for a really uh, unique smoking experience and unique flavor profile that I really think stands out uh, uh, in, in the field of cigars. You know, there's a lot of there's lots of great, okay, pretty good cigars out there, and I think uh, the black market is is one step above that. That's so funny. You you say the term citrusy in in your review of that cigar. Just yesterday, I had two guys that were review. They were doing an in store tasting of that that same cigar, the Black Market Malik Bradley, and the one of them tasted it, and the other one c- couldn't and thought he was ridiculous. Uh, it, it's kind of hard to explain when so- a cigar has a has a flavor profile of that kind of a. Of a, of a caliber, it's so specific. As a professional, as a cigar blogger reviewer, how do you explain the citrusy, you know, aspects of a cigar to someone who is a skeptic of that kind of a flavor profile? You know, how would you well, explain I mean, that to them? Yeah, I mean, you, you just have to think about citrusy flavor, citrusy notes, and, and there's all kinds. Unfortunately, there's all kinds of ones. You have a sweet, sweet citrusy note like an orange, and then you have sour ones like a, in, a, in a in a grapefruit. So it's really, you know, saying it's a it's a sour citrusy kind of lives towards more of that grapefruit flavor. So it's it's really about just trying to, to figure out someone's palate, what, what they've been ex- exposed to and experienced previously. If you've never eaten a grapefruit, then you know you have no idea what a grapefruit tastes like or, or that sour component to it. So it's, it's really hard, and it's not a flavor that I used to pick up all the time, or, or it's, it's one of the cigars that, one of the flavors that I've picked up, started picking up recently in some of the cigars that I've been smoking. Um, it's, just, it's just a really bright flavor, and uh it's one of those things where you know it when you taste it. I guess it's kind of a sellout answer, but a cop out. But you'll know. No, it I think that's I think that's a good way to say it. It's like describing the color blue to a blind man. You know. I think, right, exactly. I, I think exactly. zing was a good word. Yeah, zing was a good word. It's yeah, kind of weird. Zing, you, you get that a lot with a lot of Nicaraguan tobaccos. That zing, that not necessarily pepperiness, but kind of spicy. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Not, it's not not you know, like a black peppery type thing, but it's got a lot of spice, a lot of uniqueness to it, and I think that. It really stands out. You get a lot more in Nicaraguan tobacco. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, do you guys have a rating scale which you rate your cigars? No, you know, we don't really believe in ratings too much. You, you know, it comes down to whether you like it or you don't. I mean, what's what's the difference between a 90, something that reached 94 and a, 
something that rates at 96. I mean, what's, what's the two big two point difference? You know, it, you know, ratings just don't do it for us. You know, we, we try to do our best to spotlight the cigar, uh, you know, and, and motivate people to want to try the cigar, not necessarily just take our word for it. Right. Well, are, do you, are the cigars you review, you review only cigars that you want to highlight and motivate? Do you, you ever find yourself reviewing a cigar that just feels just awful? Oh, yeah, no, there's a, there's a whole assortment of cigars that we smoke. A lot of time it's just going to our local V&M, finding what's on the shelf, what's interesting, what we haven't reviewed yet, what we haven't smoked yet, and picking up and trying it and then giving our, our honest, unbiased review of it. So sometimes, you know, we get a cigar that, that really sucks. And, you know, I've had it where a manufacturer will call me one week and say, hey, you know, thanks for reviewing such and such cigar. It was a great review. Keep up the great job. And then two weeks later when I review something else by him and it totally bombed, you know, he calls me up and says, "Stop reviewing my stuff. You're killing me." You know, <laughs> so, you, know it, it, you know, I think you know to have a blog to do. Our, our motivation is just to be honest. You know, and I, I think as a blog as as bloggers, you have to express an opinion. You know, just highlighting cigars that are good, are great cigars that we think are great, you know, isn't really doing the industry any kind of favors. I think, or, or our audience any favors. So, you know, all because we like a cigar doesn't mean everybody's going to like it. And in the same same right all because we hate a cigar doesn't mean everyone's going to hate it a lot of times absolutely a lot of times people disagree with me find a cigar that i hated and bash you know like dude you're wrong and you know that's what's great about about cigars there's so many cigars out there that we have so many different opinions on it it looks like stogie review brian here on our shout box is saying that that box worthy is the closest thing you have to a rating system yeah i see either box worthy or they'd be willing to buy it again or definitely want yeah to yeah, yeah, yeah yeah those are the two standards whether you buy it again it's easy to smoke a cigar one or two times but would you would you smoke that cigar repeatedly would you smoke that cigar enough to to buy an actual box yeah well listen jerry uh before you head out can you tell our listeners uh, anything they could look forward to what are you, what are you guys coming up in the works reviewing uh, on your uh, site I have no idea. You know, we pay it. You know, we say things very loose. Nothing's really scheduled. Nothing's really rehearsed or anything like that. So I don't even know what I'm reviewing in my next review. I don't even know what the other guys are doing. But uh, that's what's, what's great. You never know what we're going to do next on this site. Well, for more information from the great guys uh, from Stogie Review, visit them at www.stogiereview.com. Jerry, thanks for uh, hopping on the show and uh, sharing your thoughts with us today. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for all your support. Maybe you have me back on uh, uh, at a later time. We could talk about the Little Robusto project. Will do, brother. Thanks, Pat. Thank you very Thank you. much. Thank you. Zing! That's a new word for the day. Zing. Zesty. Wait, very cool. Brandon, will you say that word? Like with a little. Oh, she's looking for a sound bite. She Come is on. baiting you. Come on. She is baiting Zing. you for a sound bite. That's something. Come on, give it to me. Do you people know what these two are doing <laughs> to me, by the way? Those little snippets. Well, we, I don't think we played them today. Oh, no, we did them last week. There's all sorts of little snippets and sound bites and whatever. I get excited, okay? <laughs> what do you want from me? It's what I do. There's a mess. <laughs> there it is. Oh, no. Kiss My Ash Radio on CV <laughs> Radio. <laughs> and there it is. There, there it is. Thanks, Thank Mikey. You. Well, it's time for that Monte Cristo trivia question with our lovely Lady Emma. Your chance to win a $50 gift card from Monte Cristo and Smoke in Cigars. Lady M, tell us. All right. You're only going to get this gift card if you are the first to call with the correct answer. Now... Who is the only baseball player to hit his 400th and 500th home run in consecutive seasons? Not the same season. Consecutive, consecutive seasons. seasons. Consecutive. All right, so the first caller can call us and give us the uh, first ba- uh, uh, baseball player who yes. hit his 
What was the question? 400 and 500 home run <laughs> in, in consecutive, consecutive seasons. seasons. Win a $500 gift card from Monte Cristo, USA. It's time for Tommy Tyler. That soundbite. Love this section. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. I know uh, all our listeners out there, you're all waiting for a dummy dialer, and here we got one. We call this one. This is actually a new one, so I don't think either I've of you have heard no. this one. I haven't heard any of them, really. This one's called Buddies versus Pals. This character is actually it, 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 it actually is a prelude to a guy who we eventually call Sidewinder. We give him a name. It's this old, crankety guy, but... <laughs> The character Sidewinders, Buddy vs. Pals, and, my, and this character here in this call seems to learn a lot of new lingo in this call. Let's go ahead and hit it, Mike. Yeah, yeah hello. How can I help you? Hey, bud. Uh, what is the name of your store? Oh, we're Smoke Inn. Smoke Inn? Yes, sir. Uh, what all do y'all sell? We sell smoke stuff. Uh, y'all sell smoke pipes and everything? We got a lot of pipes. Okay, do y'all sell salvia? So what? Salvia. Saliva? Uh, say what? I, I'm, I'm having a little trouble hearing you, son. My hearing aid's a little, uh, slow, slow today. Uh, Sal- what did you say, saliva? Salvia. Salvia? Yes, sir. What is it? Uh, it's, it's a kind of a, uh, smoke that you can buy. Stop! Is it smoke? Yeah, that you smoke, that you can buy. You, 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 you smoke it? Yeah. And it's called saliva? Uh, salvia. Okay, is it already rolled up, or is it just loose tobacco? No, it's like loose, it's like loose tobacco, but it's not tobacco. But it's not tobacco. It's not tobacco. What is it? Uh, it's salvia, I guess. It's some kind of, some kind of new they come up with. Yeah? Yeah. And what do you do? You smoke it in a pipe or you got to roll it? Uh, you can do either way, to tell you the truth. I got a whole lot of tobacco, but I don't know if I got the shot saliva. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you get high in the stuff? Yeah, hey, it's, uh, Switched a name of a brand of it. It's Purple Snobs. Who's this? This is the dude you're talking to, his best friend. Oh, you're his best friend? Yeah, hell yeah. You guys are like buddies? Who is this? No, no, we ain't buddies, we pals. You're pals, you're not buddies. Yeah, I was always told that friends are friends and pals are pals and buddies are who you sleep with. Oh, is that how it goes <laughs> nowadays? I, I, that's what I was told, sir. Now on, I'll do oh, so pals. I, I shouldn't have called you buddies then. I'm sorry, I didn't know that's what they do nowadays. Oh, it, that's cool. So if uh, you call two guys together buddies, that means they sleep together. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but 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 pals call you pals is all right. Yeah. All right. So you're you're the pal of the fella that I was just talking to. Yeah. All right. Now what you looking for, son? All right. It's um uh, the kind of it is purple schnapps. Purple schnapps? Is that a liquor? No. It's it's like a it's still like a K two legal weed. Legal weed, son. You know that stuff's not legal. It is too legal. They sell head shops. Head shop? What's your head shop, son? <laughs> Never mind, man. I guess I got the wrong number. Well, I don't know who you're trying to call. I'm not letting him go. I'm trying to call a head shop. Well, explain to me what a head shop is. I could be one and don't know. You know, I'm an old fella. Oh, well, they, uh, so like a, 
Oh, they sell cigars. They sell cigars. They we got sell, cigars. Uh, Is that, that make me a headshot? No, I mean, they sell smoke pipes, too. And, we uh, got pipes, too, so I guess I'm a headshot. I guess you are. Well, there you go. She learns something new every day. Hell yeah. Wow. So, now, now that I know I'm a headshot, and I know that you guys are pals and not buddies, what is it I can do for you, son? Uh, I guess I guess nothing. Uh, I guess we'll try another place, because I guess since you ain't got none of that salvia. Salvia? Yeah. Is that the stuff you smoke and makes you feel funny? Yeah. We got some stuff like that that kids are buying. I don't know if it's called salvia, though. They got, really? they got they got some really weird names. Yeah, we're okay. We then see. Look, that's exactly what I need. Let me see. Now, where you? Let me see. Where you? Let, let me see what the names uh, here. What we got? Need brand here? What we got here? Let me see. Oh, let me let, let me get my glasses. Hold on. All right. This one says. This one's called the ball dangler. <laughs> the ball dangler. Yeah. Uh, we have another kind. It comes in a little red pack. It's called Butt Muncher. Okay. And we have another kind in a green pack. And it's called the Hairy Navel. No. The Hairy Navel? Navel, yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you something. Where are you, where are you located? We're down by the tower next to the river. Down by the what? The big tower. You know where the tower is? Right next to the river? We're, we're right there. No, I, I mean, what's, what's the name of the road? Suganaw. Seminaw? Suganaw. Suganaw? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll see if I can... Alright, All right, you got that? Uh, yeah, I believe it does. Where are they? The, you down at the big tire side of the creek. That's right, right by the creek. You got it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Alright, buddy. Unbelievable. Rednecks trying to score dope with kids in the cars, Mr. Oh, TJ said. Isn't yeah. salvia, like, illegal to sell? No, nah, it's legal. But it is? It, it depends on the state. I mean, this is what this does to your brain. Anyways, oh you're listening gosh. to Kiss My Ash Radio oh, with another dummy dialer. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these break. Wow. Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life? The guilt-free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild-to-medium-bodied, top-quality smoke. With Vega Fina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoy de Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Report, best of the best. It's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. 
Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth rate. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series. The Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Experience the mystery of Gurkha, one of the world's greatest cigar brands. Discover a century of tradition with each uniquely handcrafted cigar made from a variety of the finest tobaccos. When only the best will do, for those with a distinguished palate, indulge in a highly acclaimed Gurkha Grand Reserve. Evil, Assassin, Ninja, and the three new retailer-exclusive brands, Cellar Reserve, Royal Challenge, and Seduction. Gurkha cigars are now available at fine tobacconists everywhere and all smoke-in locations. Join the Gurkha tribe today. EO Brands features cigars that have been rated in the 90s and in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. Whether you're smoking a 601 series, the Dark Rich Murcielago, or the Spicy Punch of the Cabao series, you experience a rush of bold and hearty smoke reminiscent of Old Havana. Looking to push the envelope and try the new 601 La Bamba. The 601 La Bamba is the fullest body cigar to hit the market and will surely be a flavor bomb in your mouth. All fine EO brand cigars can be found at your nearest fine tobacconist and all smoke-in locations. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the Laurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the Laurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a 90 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. Old world Cuban tradition and heritage can be felt in every cigar from Pete Johnson's Havana Cellars. Whether you're smoking a Tatuaje, La Riqueza, Cabayguan, Ambos Mundos, or El Triunfador, Fausto, or La Casita. You will always experience a unique smoking sensation that will take you back in time. Chosen as Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 and with multiple ratings above 90, see for yourself why everyone is raving about the fine cigars from Pete Johnson and Havana Cellars. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach Honest Abe, Lady M, or Brandon to Mick, call them 
877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. Move aside and let the man go through. Let the man go through. Move aside and let the man go through. Let the man go through. We're all bobbing our heads. Like We're all bobbing our heads right now in the studio. We're like three bobblehead toys. Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Um, I hope you guys have your answers ready for the Monte Cristo trivia question, 877-960-9960. We also have our long ash of the week and our ash hole of the week award coming up. A um, couple things first, uh, and I, I doubt he's listening, but our deepest condolences. We want to go out to our, our dear uh, board operator, Colin, and his family. Uh, during our show last week, his mm. father actually passed away during our show. So uh, he's, that's why he's out of town. But Mikey's been in the booth doing a great job for us, Mike. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully Colin will be back next week. And uh, that being said, uh, also, I forgot to congratulate Tom from the Acreage, who was the winner of the Pigskin Word, the social media word of the day. Oh. Tom won a, uh, what was the, I don't even know what they were giving away. Something or other. Giving away something or other. We're always giving something Congratulations away, on it, your something or other. Yes, it was said on the, <laughs> on the website. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I'll look it up. I, no, they're getting an assortment of Gurkha cigars. They're getting, okay, a, Gurkha right, Jade. They're getting an assortment of Gurkha Jade cigars. So that being said, we're going to go to the air and see if we can get a winner to that trivia question. Let's see here. We have uh, Tom from Michigan. Tom, you're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Tom, welcome. No, East. Hi. How you guys doing? East? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There's Tom. Sorry, East. <laughs> How's right. it going? Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Ah, good show, good show. Good, good. Thank you, sir. Do you have the answer uh, for the uh, Monte Cristo trivia question of the day? I believe it's Mark McGuire. I believe that's correct. We have a winner. Wow. (laughs) I was expecting. I followed him since the Oakland days. Good for you. I'm sorry. What were you saying there, uh, East? I said I've followed him since the Oakland days. So when you you said the question, I was. Pretty mm. much hands down had to be him. Yeah, mm. that's great. Congratulations, my friend. We hope you uh, like the show and keep listening. Stay on the line, and uh, we'll get your information. Make sure you get that uh, $50 gift card. All right, thank you very much. Hey, thanks a lot. Well, that was good. Always yeah. like giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. All right, so now it's that time. Let's ask Lady M. Boom. <laughs> Here we go. We have some questions for you that were sent to us, Lady M. This week we, we had a lot of. Let's we, discuss. We had a lot of people who turned in stuff, so here, here we go. Uh, this question comes from Kristen, thirty-two years old. I'm a thirty-two-year-old mother with a two-year-old son, so I decided to stop doing slutty costumes for Halloween. <laughs> oh, it's a standard, Ellie. You know. Yes. Uh, my friends are all moms with kids too, and they're planning on going to Halloween party as Tiger Woods mistresses. <laughs> classy. Oh, that's Ca- great. Classy, which seems really inappropriate. When women have kids, should they stop dressing in slutty Halloween costumes, even if they have nice bodies? Does does being a parent mean you have to stop having fun on Halloween? Well, I mean, we know you're not a parent. Yeah, I'm you not do, a parent, you, you, and but but you know you do have a nice body, so why don't you answer? And the question? to be honest, I I personally don't wear those little those little bits on Halloween. I'm 23 years old. Um, <laughs> no, I say I say once you're a parent. There's a time and a place. Time to, to tone it back a little bit. To tone it down. And just because you have a nice body doesn't make it okay to wear one of those outfits. I mean, especially if you're going out Halloween trick-or-treating with your kids, please 
refrain from wearing the little cheerleading outfit or whatnot. How dare you? Keep it for the bedroom. If you're a mom, if you're over 35, no. Don't even go down that aisle in the Halloween store. How dare you? Come Come on. Do you want to see... Yes. Yes, I do. Then you know what? Go up to Dirty Martini on Friday night. There you go. She knows where they hang out at least. There you go. That's that's where you'll see it. We have one from Jack29. Jack says, my girlfriend and I... My girlfriend and I like to get together a couple times a week, not nearly as much as we used to, if you know what I mean. Um, I stayed over the other, uh, I stayed over at her place last weekend, and I was looking through her dresser drawer to find something to wear. I found a a toy. Uh-huh. She uh, she she tells me she uses a toy sometimes, um, just like uh, she's sure that he molests himself when she's not around, which you know every guy does. <laughs> Does using a novelty count as cheating? Does that mean that she doesn't need him? You know, and when women have toys, uh, you know, does it mean their men are pleasing enough? You know, before you say your answer, I just want to explain to Jack. Jack, that's called a tap out, my friend. It's called a relief pitcher. It's okay, brother. It's really, you look forward to them. You start buying them those gifts to hear. Like, go ahead. I'll let you handle it from here. Um, <laughs> no, I, no, no. Wait, what was the question? Is, is she cheating? Does, or is does she... having a toy constitute like cheating? Does it mean no, he's, not, he's no, not pleasing her not enough? not at all. Because if you ask pretty much 90, 99% of women in the world, they all, you know, have one of these and they it's it has nothing to do with men because you know what these things are there for women for for our personal purposes and uses and it's not that you know maybe you can't provide all the time jack i'm gonna jump in here jack go ahead basically basically what is jack is look you know we take care of ourselves on a regular basis and you know it doesn't mean that you're cheating on her and it's, it's you know doesn't mean that you know she ain't satisfying you right but the only difference is just like everything else women need help they can't do things on their own, See, so they need a toy. That's what's. I didn't want you to interject in this question for that reason. <laughs> Forget you. <laughs> oh, we got one more. We got one more for you there. Let's see here. Oh, I'm invited. Oh yeah, I, I'm interested about this one. I see how you answer this. One. Okay. Am I obligated to invite my boss to my wedding? Ooh. I work for a very small company that only has 40, co- 40 employees, so we all know each other very well. I'm friends with a couple of people at work. I'm going to invite them to my wedding, which is in six months. I know my boss really well, too, but I wouldn't exactly say we're friends. I'd feel, ba- I'd feel bad not inviting him to my wedding, but honestly, do I really want him to be there? Am I obligated to invite my boss to my wedding? And would I look bad if I don't invite him? Listen, if you want to keep your job, invite him. Yeah, really? exactly. No. I agree. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on. But come on. If, if it's a small company, and you say you are friends, and you get along at the office, I mean, you're... I would in, I would invite him and I would judge him based off of the gift that he gets you. No oh, way. Oh, terrible. No way. Come Ooh. on now. No way. It's your wedding. Listen. Really? But you really want to invite the other guy it, at the office it, and then have this wonderful wedding? I mean, you don't have to invite anyone you don't want to, but... My, my personal belief on weddings, because I went through it myself, is, look, if it's a financial issue, you should just invite who you want. Exactly. Because, because I had so many people well, mad who weren't invited to my wedding. Yeah. And I'm like, really? You know, I don't, and there were people from my family who I didn't invite, and I don't even know you that well, and they were upset like they weren't invited. They don't realize it's a pretty good financial burden, you know? So my belief is, you know, if it comes down to finances, invite who you really want there. It's not a big deal. It's just extra plate. You invite your boss. Why would you not want to invite your boss? It's no no point in hurting his feelings if it's a matter of a you know hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. Is this so. Ask Lady Amber, Ask Gabe? Well, you know, you, I'm just feeling <laughs> no, feel it out for you. <laughs> 
I'm just. Kidding. I have more experience in the wedding department. Uh, you do. I haven't been there yet. That, that's that's idiot. That's given though. I'm I'm all for inviting less people to weddings. If I could get invited to less weddings, that would be ideal. Like perfect. Well, that being said, I got about three minutes to do uh, the long ash salute or the ash hole of the week. And um, listen, I don't think we're gonna have time for both, so I'm gonna go with the asshole of the week that was submitted by uh, Jimmy Rodriguez. Jimmy, thanks for your submission. For it, you'll receive a fiver of your favorite cigars, Tatuaje Anarchy. Jimmy's submission is about the LAPD and their citation of an 82-year-old woman for obstructing traffic. Mavis Coyle says she was shuffling with her cane across a busy foothill boulevard in Sunland, carrying groceries while a traffic officer watched and waited. Even before she finished crossing the intersection. The officer had written her a $115 ticket for crossing against a don't walk signal because the traffic signal changed before she could finish crossing the street. Coyle and other seniors at the Monte Vista Mobile Estates are up in arms over signals that they say are too short to safely cross the five-lane boulevard. Los Angeles Police Sergeant Mike Zaboski of the Valley Traffic Division says, I'd rather not have angry pedestrians, but I'd rather also have them be alive. Whatever happened to the good old days of helping elderly people across the street? So to Sergeant Zabowski and the rest of the LAPD, you are assholes of the week. And let's see here. we got a minute to do the long-ass salute of the week, which came in from Michael Levin. Thanks for your submission, Michael. And for it, you'll receive a fiver of your favorite cigars, Quesada Tributos. This week's long-ass salute goes to renegade NFL owner Al Davis. Just win, baby, win. Words forever attached to one of the greatest icons in American football history. The former Hall of Famer passed away last Saturday at the ripe age of 82. Davis was one of the most important figures in NFL history. He was a pivotal figure in hastening the merger between the AFL, where he served as commissioner in the more established NFL. Davis is not initially in, Davis was not initially in favor of the merger, but his aggressive pursuit of NFL players for his fledging league and team helped bring about the eventual 1970 combination of the two leagues into what now is the most popular sport in the country. Davis is a true legend of the game whose impact and legacy will forever be a part of the NFL. Al Davis, rest in peace. This cigar is for you. Nice. Once again, you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, and I hope you enjoyed another episode of uh, with the gang here, Brandon and the lovely Lady M. Join us next week with our special guest, Clay Roberts, Vice President of San Latino Cigars, and A.J. Fernandez. And remember, our new time is 10 a.m. till noon, Eastern Standard Time. Life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anybody doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ass. Honest Abe signing out, telling you to be merciless, spare no cigar, smoke them all, let God sort them out. You've been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. Every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon, join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to kissmyassradio.com. WSBU, North Palm Beach.